is chillin'. What more can I say? Top villain. What's up, everybody? I'm Bill Bellamy. Yeah! Welcome back to Top Villain, the number one podcast for the movement, the culture, and the discussion. You are in for a treat. We went all the way to Pittsburgh, PA, to get you one of the most dynamic Grammy-nominated artists out of Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, if you don't know, man who created Black and Yellow, my man who's a brand ambassador, a man who is creating so many levels of income and just pivots we call them pivots he is a businessman at the end of the day this man just levels up every year leveling up leveling up leveling up and he's here today to talk about projects talk about nils and he's talking about living his life to the fullest ladies and gentlemen can we welcome to the top billing stage mr wiz khalifa hey, let's go let's go let's go official oh Official. Yeah, we up in this hey, hey, let me give you your flowers, right? Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Let that. me give you your flowers, right? I got wind of you on mixtapes. Yep. You was on your mixtape hustle. Yeah, like, yeah. And, and you know, most people know like Drake from it because he because he's always talking about talking about mm -hmm. you was in that. You was in that in that vibe, like coming up, coming. Up, I'm just gonna keep hitting them, hitting yeah. them, hitting them, hitting them. How did you how did that work for you? And maybe because I'm sure there's a lot of artists that are listening. Yeah. I don't know if cats still are doing mixtapes like yeah. they were 15 years ago, 12 years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, how, what made you think that was going to be a good way to do it? A lot of people are still definitely dropping projects that are that are significant to <laughs> them and that uh, that matter to their fan base. And that was my main thing was just finding out who um, I was speaking to at the time. Okay. And uh, I had already had a major label deal with Warner Brothers. And I learned a lot through like the like just being in um, in the industry and going to meetings and doing radio and promo and stuff like that. So I learned that side of it. But I figured like my place was really organic and it was really just building and trying to find my own uh, fan base and people who I'm talking to. So that's what the mixtapes was able to do. It was able to really fill that out and find you know who. Um, my identity is and you know who i'm really talking to and it helped me a lot man it helped me build my confidence it helped me learn how to you know write more different types of songs and experiment with melodies and harmonies yeah and even just create different characters of myself you know what i mean that's that's one thing that the mixtapes definitely allowed me to do as well i'm a multifaceted person and sometimes that, that can't you can't box that into one yeah, album or one mean, project i, I really you know feel I mean? like yeah. you're more than a rapper to me yeah. i feel like you kind of remind me of like a Snoop Dogg yeah. mixed with Andre 3000. Yeah, for sure. Because because yeah. you're you're a full throttle artist, right? You know what I mean, right? I know cats want to be like, yo, you know, where's my man? You know, smoke weed, blah, right. blah, blah. but like, not nah, you got all kinds of sides to you. Yeah. How do you decide which one or when is to open up this side of? I just let it flow, man. Uh -huh. It just depends on where I'm at in my life and, mm -hmm. and what I'm doing and what I'm feeling at the time. Sometimes I could be feeling really melodic. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I could be feeling very lyrical. Sometimes I could mix the two. And it depends on what I'm trying to get from each project, too. Right. Um, like, just having that intent with, you know, all right, I'm going to make a hit. Or, you know, I'm going to do something that's going to satisfy the core. I'm going to do something that's good for a stadium. I'm going to do something that's good for a festival. I've really been able to like just tap into each of those moments and just bring the best out of it. I know it seems like you just can't. He don't miss. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it, it does feel like that because every time 
I see you drop a project or you do something, it's always cooking. I'm like, man, this cat is special, man. Yeah. And it really, it really should be notified, right? It should be everyone that's listening and watching this. Just realize, like, when we see special artists, like, let's love them and give them their due because it's hard work. Yeah. And we were talking about this off the mic that, yo, man, you really grind hard, with. Yeah, thank you. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And what is it now, 15 years in the game? I would say. Roughly. Yeah, yeah. Give or take. Mm -hmm. And you relevant and still getting it, bro. Yeah, that yeah. shit is hard, and especially in the rap game. Yeah, I dropped five projects this year. <laughs> so while yeah. y'all out here playing PlayStation, yeah, he ain't yeah. playing. Exactly. <laughs> like, we still putting out hella music mm -hmm. and, you know, just being active. I went on tour this year as well. Um, it's, it's different, like, when you go to different levels of the game and being in music and having a lot of influence on the industry and things like that. So I know my place and I really just love what I do. You know what I mean? If it wasn't fun, if it felt like forced or like I was out of place or anything like that, I kind of would have just let it go. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? But I, I still feel really, really, you know, just inspired to create and just be a part of this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like coming from Pittsburgh, as, as a comedian, I've been to Pittsburgh my whole career, right? right? And it's not Philadelphia. I feel like... Pittsburgh is a smaller town. Mm -hmm. um, seems like almost everybody knows the other person. Yeah, it's yeah, only yeah. like four or five places to hang out. Right. You know what I mean? It ain't really right. big enough it's to be. It's a small town. It's a sure. small town. Good mm -hmm. people, down home people. And it's not really known for the rap culture there. Right. Right. You might get a little more in Philly. How were you able to grab the culture and get a piece and bring it to Pittsburgh? Yeah. Um, the thing about Pittsburgh is we, we do support what we really really love yeah so the artists that we're into we get behind them like crazy uh no matter what the era is and there's right. different eras of you know mcs all out there in, in pittsburgh and people who were you know putting on for their wave and their vibe mm -hmm. and uh i think it was just a culmination of uh you know all of the work that had been put in before me and then the internet being as accessible as it was uh for me at the time using the internet and showing the world, like, this is Pittsburgh, this is how we get down. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? This is how we talk, this is how we dress, this is what's funny to us. These are the cars we drive. So, right. you know what I mean? <laughs> I was I had the opportunity to really introduce the world to it, uh, to whereas I think before we were kind of waiting for somebody to, like, come through and, like, well, help you, us out. Well, you was baby Jesus. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you know. You came in there and you took the stamp, you took the, uh, you took the staff, yeah. and you put it down, and you said, hey, this is my city. Yeah. And we we real folks out here, and we have fun, too. Yeah, yeah. And we get busy. Yeah. I've always loved going to Pittsburgh. Yeah. Just not in the wintertime. It's cold as hell. Yes. Oh, my God. Good Lord. Different type of cold. I don't know yeah. how you can write any kind of rap music <laughs> in the wintertime. I'll be writing all summer hits. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it gets now, cold as the hell. The interesting thing, too, is like uh, you said earlier that you watched me come up on MTV. Yeah, so yeah. you you know I have like a really fond love of music and different artists. I kind of like was embraced by the music business, mm -hmm. right? So when I see guys like Snoop Dogg who came up with me, like I interviewed Snoop Dogg when he was 19. Right. Okay? First album. Right. I'm sitting in Jimmy Iovine's office with Snoop. Snoop is, he might weigh a buck 38, 6'9". Mm -hmm. You know, he's right. tall, skinny right. cat. And I remember listening to his first album, and I remember saying, oh, my God. I, he, it, I literally said, oh, my God. Right. He is out of here. Mm -hmm. I don't know who this cat is yet, like I'm going to, but whoever Dr. Dre is and this dude, right, right. out of here. Right. Now, you 
Can you imagine? You was probably four. Yeah. <laughs> Would, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like 92, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. This is 92. Uh-huh. So you are a, a young kid. This dude is older than you, and he's about to become a iconic hip-hop legend, and you, y'all meet. Mm-hmm. How did that happen? That is just Bro. unbelievable. Bro. When you think about it. It's like it's like when you told me, like, uh, you, you told yourself, like, yo, I'm going to... Stop. I'm not going to be interviewing everybody. They're going to be interviewing me at Absolutely. some point. You told yourself that, and then you made it happen. It started happening. I knew that I was going to be best friends with Snoop. Like, just as a kid. Like, Are you serious? Hell yeah, I knew that shit. <laughs> I was like, I know I'm going to be cool with him. Like, right. <laughs> I will watch him on TV. I watch his interviews. I watch him in movies. I watch wow. him perform. I watch him backstage. I'd be like, my dream is to not only just smoke with him, but to like really be a, a good friend to him. Right. Somebody who he knows how much I love and respect him. We get on stage, I get to sing his words. I want to back him up. Like, you know what I'm oh. saying? I want to show this nigga how much I love him. Right. And I got the opportunity to do that. The way that it happened um, was definitely through the internet. And I was on tour. It was my first like big uh like uh tour bus okay and everything and we had done it on our own everything we were doing we were uh, selling out you know venues on our own we were uh making our own videos and all this shit and it was surprising everybody and uh out of nowhere his son had got a hold of my music okay and that's how he heard me he was listening to his son uh banging that shit and he was like yo what's this he's like this shit is kind of fire he's like i don't really fuck with anything else that you that y'all been listening to lately <laughs> but that he was like but this nigga right here is hard and he was dope. like and he was like no nah, this is my nigga wiz like wiz is one of them ones blah 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 uh-huh. and um yeah it, it was like really really organic and he called me like just was like yo i want to uh fly you out to la i want to shoot a video with you I want you to be my little homie, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to show you the game, this, that, and the other thing. And it's been like that ever since. Bro, are yeah, you serious? Yeah. Real shit. The power of the word, people yeah. that are listening and watching, what yeah, you say yeah. is powerful. You can manifest. Yeah. I've done it so many different times. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's a little spooky. Yeah. That's why you don't, just don't talk no craziness. Nah, don't talk, talk no good crazy. stuff. All good stuff. <laughs> like, right now I'm saying I'm a billionaire. Like, that's what I'm telling myself right now. You right. know what I mean? I'm a billionaire. <laughs> yeah, I'm a billionaire yep. brand. And I'm not going to do nothing that Kanye West do. That's what I'm going to do. Now, whatever Kanye do, I I'm going to do something else. I a billionaire. So <laughs> I want to get to my billion and keep it for at least two, three weeks. Anything going to mess that up, we're not doing yeah, that. Yeah, we're not doing that. <laughs> All jokes aside, especially, um, you know, in this volatile area that we're in with music, council, culture, yeah. people trying to keep you from being really your authentic self, do you find that as an artist make you question how... Can I say this or do this? Or do you just put your music out the way you've been putting it out? Um, for me personally, I just put my music out the way that I, I want to. But mm-hmm. it, it does get difficult as an artist. I was just trying to have this conversation uh, earlier where uh, I was just talking about the topic of like everything being so toxic right now. Correct. It's like everybody loves toxic shit and it's like that's what's you know, popular and things like that. And I'm all about expression. And to me, I don't feel like there's any right or wrong when it comes to, like, expressing yourself and putting your opinion out there and and saying what you want to say. And personally, I like when people say shit that I can't even say myself. Right, right, right. They're almost speaking for you. Right. I look up to that. But I'm just looking at, you know, just how it's being pushed and how it's being sold. And the more toxic, the more popular. So is that... 
is it pressure to go down that road? Oh no, right? Can you can you exist without you know what I'm saying? Saying those same things, so it's it's really difficult. Like when you try to approach things and you want to reach people, and you want to dig deep as an artist, and you want to you know appeal to certain audiences. But uh, you still got to be authentic and you still got to be original as well. So it, it, it gets, it gets, it's a balance. It's a balance for sure. And the and what's popular changes. You know what I mean? Every so, summer, it's it, a new vibe. It's a new vibe. So you know, it's it, it gets crazy trying to get caught up in that. But uh, for me personally, I've always just been able to tap into what I think is cool and what I love and how, how I envision people listening to music. Right. And I'm really confident in how I put that out. So that's been my best way to release music. Stick to the recipe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, stick to the recipe yeah. and, and then let it do what it needs to do. And it's interesting as a young guy mm-hmm. that you are able to not only be the artist that you are, but then also, you know, you found the way to find time to be a dad, too. Yeah. And you you full throttle. Rappers never talk about right. being fathers and, like, really being to their kids and right. really like. Because I remember, the I think, one of the first times I met you, we was at the Staples Center. Yeah, yeah. And your son was mad little. He, yep. he, you must, he might be a year old or yeah, so. Yeah. What was that like and how your son coming into your life, how did that change your life for you? It's crazy, man. Um, <laughs> people don't talk, people don't ever talk about how crazy it is to be a parent. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Oh my God, it's insane, right. yo, because it, it, it gets better and better. Like, yes. you know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. You start to enjoy it more, you start to learn more, you start mm-hmm. to just love it, and it starts to really become your job. Yeah. And, you know, the first couple years, you're figuring it out, and you're trying shit, and you're not really that comfortable, and you know what I mean? So you don't even know if what you're doing is right. But after a while, you start to get the hang of it, and you start to realize that you're really shaping and molding this young person Absolutely. into who they're going to be for the rest of their life. And just knowing that, knowing the importance, knowing how much he loves me and how vocal he is and how right he is about the things that he says, um, it just makes me like check myself and be my best self and my better self. And it's always a good thing to be outside of the house and be like, man, would my kid want me to be doing this? Would I want my kid to see me doing that? Yeah. Or, you know what I mean? It gives so, you more levity, I yeah, think, too, in purpose. Yeah. You know, um, obviously, we're both grown men, and we love our craft and our art. Mm-hmm. But I think, you know, with with your, with a family, when you when you have something like that that is so different than the game, yeah. and it's yours, yeah. like, you protect that. Yeah, for sure. Do you know what I'm 100%. saying? 100%. Like, and, and you got your son first. Yeah. So you know, you that's your little king. That's it's, my man. That's your little whiz. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> and it's like, it's crazy to see... <laughs> Like yourself and your mannerisms bananas, in them, like bro. you know what I mean. Like you wish, you hope that you could pass that shit but on. But sometimes they'll just do it, and you but just, just laugh do it, and, and you like, be like, "Whoa, <laughs> that shit is awesome." So, so when you go, like, I'm gonna give you an example because this has happened to me. You go to your, uh, you go to your kid's school, pick yeah. them up, whatever. Are they, are they are they are they like are the kids do they know like yeah. his friends oh, know yeah, yeah, they know yeah, daddy yeah. they know oh, daddy yeah, big yeah. time for sure oh they already know they're like bro your your dad is the goat <laughs> he, be, he be like I know they be like yeah yeah man ease up don't sweat my dad man yo Go they, ahead, they, man. they look he out for him right too now. they look out for him do like, they he's the little homie oh like, that's that's for super sure. hot I I definitely feel very fortunate for that mm-hmm. that. You know the work that I put in and the image that I put out for myself 
is good enough to where it goes down to him, That's to where they look at him and they're like, yo, you a boss because your dad's a boss. Yes. I love the fact that I was able to do that. And, and it's still hard to do, to do that. man. That's yeah. why I wanted you to come on my show mm -hmm. because... Like, I've watched your career, and, and I've, I've never had a chance to sit down and interview you, but I've admired how you have definitely been able to navigate right. and, and keep your integrity right. and still do all the things that you want to yeah, do. Yeah, hell yeah. And build, and build your business. Like, yeah. it, just came, it just seems like you just keep building. You're yeah. adding pieces to your, to, your, to your business. You Absolutely. know what I'm saying? It's all about, like, being organic for me and the way that I live my life. I don't hurt anybody. I don't step on anybody's toes. I don't do drugs. If smoking weed was bad five years ago, but it's freaking legal now, and the reasons that it's legal is because of why it's always should have been. I never changed that. Right. I just made people see it in a different way and in yeah. a face for a different era. But, um, yeah, it, there's a lot of good things that can be learned from, you know what I mean, the process that I went through and just being myself and not being afraid to stand up for the things that I believe in, regardless of what, uh, you know, some people might think. And um, it's really good to be in a state now where I could show up smelling like pot and people won't look but at me bad. But you smell like good pot, though. Yeah, it's like, great I, pot. I mean, they I, love when it. you came in, I was hot. I was, I was <laughs> like, yo, it. I feel whatever they it is, don't my judge shoulders my son, don't hurt no more. They're not, wait, they're, not, they're not waiting to fucking pull me over to try to, you know, take custody of him or anything right. like that. They let me do my thing knowing damn well what I do. And that's a that's a real blessing, like you know what I mean. Because I when I was coming that. up with, you know, obviously at this time you were shorty. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was such a stigma mm -hmm. with weed, like like it was acid or oh, something. Yeah, it was like bad. I don't know nobody who smoked weed that ever did anything bad. Right. They just hungry. Yeah. And they really <laughs> in a good mood, right? Yeah, hell and they yeah. calm down or they get in their vibe or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a, a weed smoker, but I love the smell. I don't get it. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm on the runway. Yeah. But I'm, you read, I you think I'm on the there. runway. You almost I'm there. on the runway. <laughs> you almost there. Because the smell. And you got to understand, like, I'm Mr. How to Be a Player, so mm -hmm. everybody want me to light up. Right. Every city I go to, the dispensaries are like, yo, B. Yeah, right. What's up? Mm -hmm. If I go to Denver, if I go to, <laughs> what's the other one I went to where I went to a dispensary? I went to, uh, is it Arizona? Arizona got some. Portland got yeah, some. Portland. Yeah, Portland. Like, yeah. And it's like... I get confused. Can you help me out? For all the people who may not understand the uh, medicinal cannabis world, mm -hmm. when I every time I've been inside a dispensary, right, I get confused because right. the weed is beautiful. Yeah, right. And they got different levels. It's like you, you knew you're a novice. You stay in this section, right? And then they got this is medium powerful. Yeah, right here. And then this over here is for the pros. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, and, and very few people go over there. That's for the. <laughs> where you at? Can you can you 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 in the pro section? I'm in the pro section man I, I left high school and went straight to the pros <laughs> that's just me you said i went from high school to the pros <laughs> i ain't need college yeah that's just me uh yeah we got it figured out man we got it leveled out mm -hmm. we got the dosage correct Curse. we got the thc percentage you know what i'm saying in the you, right order that way you have a choice <clears throat> whether how stoned you want to be yeah, now are you a indica or a sativa cat i'm indica right yeah i like indica i like gas i like you know, really, really strong weed. You know okay, what I mean? Okay, so that's, I can't smoke with you. That's skunky the weed. Rip. Yeah, no, nah, you, so, you could. I, I could. Like, you ain't got no, like, 
Okay, okay, so this is Bill Bellamy. You got to look out for me. You know, I got I'm a you. rookie. It's my first day. This is imaginary, people. I'm hanging out with Wiz, mm -hmm. and he got the gas gas. Mm -hmm. Do you have anything that's, like, uh, unleaded? Nah, like, see, no. I'm not going to put you on no <laughs> mid, man. I respect you too much, man. I'm you want me to be in there. Exactly. Like, like, like let's get into the deep water. Yeah. Off rip. Off rip. You so can handle that, it. How you good. did you got you right there? Yeah, absolutely, 100%. Oh, Threw me right in there. Man. Yeah, yeah. So, I was... I was already smoking pretty good because I have because I have met Burner, mm -hmm. but the way that Snoop smokes is a little bit different. So we had to, you know, we had to step our game up. Oh, yeah, so you learned yeah. a few things. Yeah, hell yeah. So you, right now you have once again added to your to your brand. You are in the cannabis business, mm -hmm. and and in a really good way. It matches your it matches your everything that you're doing. Right. You have Khalifa Kush right. now. How long did it take you to, uh, to develop that? It took, I'd say, uh, almost 10 years mm -hmm. to, to put that down. Um, I got the original strain back in, like, 2010. Mm -hmm. uh, and, like I said, Burner had pulled up on me with that. And we came up with the name. We were just on a mission one day, and we were speaking in code, and it was like, it's the KK. And I'm like, what's KK? They're like, we got the KK. It's, it's on the way. I'm like, what's that? And they're like, that's the Khalifa Kush. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, boom, we got the name. And ever since then, man, the weed laws have been changing and just everybody's view on weed has been changing Which as well. Which is very helpful. Yeah, really, really helpful. So, you know, throughout the time, I've been able to just navigate through that and keep the integrity of the bud. And then now we landed in a place where we have, like, a really good distribution with a few companies. And we're, uh, we're nationwide, almost worldwide. For, uh, for those people that can see, we, yeah. um, I got my special. Yeah, I got yeah. my own. You yeah, know what I'm a, saying? This, a, is, this is from, I'm going to let you have to sign yeah, this. Yeah, it's a real thing, man. It's definitely a real thing. And that, that, that what's in there is the real thing. <laughs> and what is, what is the... Uh, I'm I'm so I don't know what I'm doing. So what is my TH? Uh, you got you thirty percent on that. Thirty percent. Right yeah, yeah. That's is that strong? Cause you yeah. look like you smoke weed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's a that's a professional level right shot. there. That's the true. Pro do you do you smoke from time to time? You do. Yeah. So it's thirty percent the gas. It's it's it's, it's, it's we good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Even my cameraman was That's like, yeah, good. you got to do that shit. You, you got to do that shit. You got to do that shit. <laughs> so now um, off this one right here, this is the uh, Khalifa Kush. Uh -huh. Are there going to be different? Yeah. Yeah, okay. we actually already have um, two different ones from the menu. It's called Khalifa Mints. Mm -hmm. It's a, this one of the first Khalifa Kush crosses. Mm -hmm. And the next one uh, was called Baby Powder. That's the other, that's the other Khalifa Kush cross that we did. Mm -hmm. And um, we're going to be doing a lot more. Some of them aren't even going to be crossed with Khalifa Kush. They're going to be brand new babies. That's the thing about the genetics is you can cross blend and come up with stuff or you can start from scratch and just have some seeds and, you know, make what we want based off of taste, look, how you feel. Um, there's all different things that you could just design a specific, you know, strain after. Wow. And so Man. the science is just making it, it almost like if you were to think of it like this, if you were to be able to make a dog. Yeah. Yeah. You take, you could almost make the perfect dog that you like with the right temperament, yeah. right size. Absolutely. So it's similar to that. Or the way a baby. Or a baby. Yeah. So these are your babies. It's like, yeah. It's the like KKs, being able to these choose are the, the colors Khalifa of the Kush eyes. Babies. Yeah, it's like, I want this one to have blue eyes. I want this one to have red hair. Like, yeah. I want this one to be mean. I want this I one to be I just want my athletic. babies to be beautiful. See this? <laughs> this Khalifa Kush, my babies are beautiful. Look yeah. at that. <laughs> yeah. They're like, give me the weed. Give me the weed.
And here you go. Once again, rapper, entrepreneur. I mean, you're, you're actually building it, like you said, to be a billionaire. Yeah. You, you're you're be growing your business. Mm -hmm. And now you ventured over into NILs, which is for people who may not know, name, image, and likeness. Tell us what why that part of the game is essential for you. It's super uh, important because you have to, like, own what you're doing, like what you're building your brand. Okay. So if you're helping building these brands and things like that, you, you might as well own a piece of that shit. Absolutely. <laughs> like, Period. I, I'm not going to be a billboard for nobody. Like, if you got to break bread or fake dead. Like, I'm what? trying to be, <laughs> I'm trying to be in the building, man. Like, Hell yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot of different things that, um, like I said, are lifestyle uh, inspired. But when I put my name on it or when I do it, it's gonna grow the business for everybody. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You know so, your know your know your worth right. and leverage that. Yeah, right. And that's more definitely what I'm into is like, there's there's getting paid to be like, hey, support this, blah blah, blah or there's you know actually growing a brand and being a part of that shit. 10, 15 years and, you know, helping that shit make money or even startups. Like, a lot of things now are, you know, just bubbling and, you know, in the beginning stages. But if you get equity in these businesses and you help grow them, you're part of the company. So when they sell, you're going to get, you know what I mean? You're going to get broken off the same way as the people who started the company. Yeah. So like you said, it's like knowing your value and, and adding that value. What were you doing all of that, man? And I hear yeah. um, uh, December twelfth is Khalifa Day. It is Wiz Wiz Khalifa Day. Yeah, I mean, I mean, how you get your? I don't, I not, <laughs> you know, I have never got a day. I've been doing this a long time. Where you from? I haven't even got an afternoon, huh? Where you from? <laughs> <laughs> I'm from Newark, New Jersey. You from Newark? They gave me the key, though. They, they gave, gave me the key to the city, but they didn't give me no goddamn day. You deserve day. a day. I need, I need a you day, man. You deserve a day. Right? You deserve a for, day. For the quality amount of yeah. content I put yeah. out, the movies, yeah. how, many, how many players I made. Exactly. Come on, Come on man. man. I need a player. Bill yeah. Bellamy, player's yeah. day. Yeah. What day would you do? You get to pick your day? I didn't get to pick my day. They picked that <laughs> shit for me. <laughs> they picked it for you. <laughs> they picked it for me. I was like, all right, cool. All right, yeah. I'll take it. Whatever December it is. December 12th, we good. Cold as hell. I'll Co be here every every year. So you going home? Yeah, I'm going and home. And what, what is what is it going to be like? At, it's uh, going to be crazy, man. Give us an idea. It's going to be sick. We're, we're dropping Khalifa Kush in Pittsburgh on that day. <sighs> Jeez. So I'm just going to be like... It's going to be like 420, dude. Yeah, yeah. Everybody getting high. Fucking dispensaries going to be sold out. I'm fucking riding through the city basically on a goddamn blimp. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you going to be so high, you're going to be floating through your yeah, own city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to do that. And then, uh, yeah, I always just show love when I go home. I don't really do, like, too big, like, parties and shit like that. Because, right, right, right. like you said, it's not really too many places to go. Like, it's super low-key, and it's, like, more intimate than anything. So if I'm going to do something intimate, I'd rather just kick it with the homies, uh, show some love to, like, people in the streets who normally don't get to see me during the day and then at nighttime I just kick it with the homies like go to the studio get everybody together yeah. shoot some videos uh, definitely tap in with like the local artists and shit like that and just try to you know what I mean spend my time there uh, you know well I don't like to stun on nobody I just like no, to be, man, you, be a part you, of the actually part of the scene. you actually a vibe with mm -hmm. yeah yep as I say here you know you you like you said, man. I ain't all that rah rah and yeah. friction, man. I'm in here to chill. Yeah. I'm gonna get my money. Yep. I'm gonna have a good time, and mm -hmm. I'm gonna tap in with my people, my Hell culture. Yeah. Why can't everybody seem to do that? Yeah, you, I don't know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I, I'm trying to like promote more of that. So yeah, do what yeah, I do. Yeah, because I, I really, I really, there's been a lot of things going on in our in our music culture that has right. been really devastating. Like most recently, we lost Takeoff. Right, it sucks. You know, um, we lost King Von. Mm -hmm. We lost. Um, 
uh, P and B. Right. I mean, it's just unbelievable. These guys are so t pop smoke. I'm just mm -hmm. triple X. Like this, this is off the top of my head. Young Dolph. They're in the neighborhood. Right. They're around their people that you should be good with. Right. There's no reason for a guy like Takeoff to get murdered. He's at a birthday party, right. kicking it with hopefully people that was cool with him right. and whatever. Like what? Why can't why can't you guys get a chance to have fun like yeah. everybody else? Why it has to be so so combative? I don't get yeah. it. Yeah, it's it's difficult, man, because you you really gotta like eliminate all of that stuff. Right. And a lot of people don't want to like even Nip. You know what I'm saying? Right. He's a really good friend of mine. But, um, you know, he was in the trenches, and he was around a lot of different people that, you know, had that opportunity. To, if they had that on their mind, then they were they were right there to do it. And it sucks because the only other option is, like, to not be there. And he wasn't going to do that because no. he wanted to help yeah, so he many was people. Yeah, he was doing so. He was dedicated to, dedicated you know what I mean? to spread, spreading, that, spreading the game. Like, you know what I mean? Really putting people on and showing them a different way of thinking. And, you know, unfortunately, everybody's not on that same vibe, and um, it gets taken to the extreme. So, uh, you know, for me, and this is just me personally, right. like, uh, you know, I save my game for my, my son, bro. Like, all of that shit is for him. So right. as long as I'm at home with him and I'm good with him, then if everybody else don't learn from me, if they don't pick up on it, if they don't understand it, then, you know, I really... I really can't do too much more than say it right. and live it and show you. you should, Actually you're, being you're, you're, there you're the and walking and holding your hand, only person hand I'm holding is my nine-year-old. Yeah. And that's what's been keeping me safe. I, I like your <laughs> attitude, though, man, because it's like he's your legacy, right? Yeah, yeah. My kids are my legacy, uh -huh. and it means, it means the world to me that they get the game. And I try to show my kids... Um, that is possible, mm -hmm. right? Like, daddy grind hard, you know what I mean? Daddy made something out of nothing. Like, right. there, was, there was no Bill Bellamy, nothing before I decided right. to do exactly. this. It started in my mind. Exactly. Right? How you mm -hmm. feel? And the thing that I get disheartened by when I see all this violence is that these guys are influencers. Mm -hmm. And nine times out of ten, they are uplifting people. Right. You know, like, their music is doing something for mm -hmm. people. Where does the envy part come in? Like I'm listening to certainly these some of these artists' songs, mm -hmm. and they they really saying something, man, and they really speaking a truth. It's like I never forget how um, Lil Snoop. I don't know if you ever met Lil Snoop. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, this is one of Meek's artists back in the day. He, I met his mom. He's from like Baltimore, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. And his mom. I met his mom, and he was literally bananas bro mm -hmm. like he was so talented and young and hungry and just like spitting his his rhyme style was way different mm -hmm. and his mom said that the envious the envious people was the ones his friends that seen him lifting off right right and so he literally unfortunately it was a playstation game that mm -hmm. went left like playstation ain't real mm. it's like 2k i lost whatever boom dice game okay i lost some money okay cool i'll, I'll recoup all right you mm. got me today i mean i'm at if i'm in vegas and i lose 15 grand mm -hmm. i'm not gonna shoot up harris right. right i i just got my ass whooped right and i gotta figure it out god right. damn i'm going back to the atm or i right. go home take my l right, right? but black men we get around each other we drunk mm -hmm. and we talking shit we, that's what happened. We start talking shit, yeah, and, yeah. It, and then it be rubbing back and forth. Yeah. It's like two pit bulls, and then they... Da -da 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 -da. Right. We got to cut that out. 
I mean, you know, that I don't think that's gonna change mm. because niggas is always gonna be nigging. That's what niggas. Do. <laughs> <laughs> that's what niggas do. But, <laughs> but that's the true. Thing, they gonna be the nigging. Thing, the thing that gotta change is. <laughs> If you one of us, we're influential people. We Absolutely. we know that we're we're valued. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Whether it's you know not just our money, our life, to our family members and the people around us, and our influence to the people who, who love us. So if we're gonna gamble, gamble at Harris. Don't don't be in a dice game in the hood. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. You gotta yeah. eliminate that shit. Gotta you eliminate gotta, you, that shit. You gotta you gotta stop doing that shit. And that's not to say that in particular. Right. But, but you're just saying in general because you know. Those those places are regulated, and if it gets crazy, then you know now what I'm what? saying. Yeah, right. It's like at the end of the day, like we have to be responsible enough to just say, "All right, I'm not going to those places." Or if it gets to be a certain time, I'm leaving. Or if I see certain types of niggas coming in here, I'm just gonna bounce. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm gonna let them have it. Like I'm not gonna be the type of nigga who. If I'm in a strip club, it's two thirty. I'm throwing money. I look like a lick. Like you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, I already threw the money. I I got jewelry, so I should have been able to get a girl by now. So it's time to bounce. Like <laughs> we, we got to get the fuck on. You know what I mean? Because bad stuff happens the longer the you, that longer you hang you out. The longer you sit here, it's gonna get you got to know situation. that. And there's OGs who tell niggas that. There's like dads who tell people that. There's uncles who tell people that. But niggas don't be wanting to listen, right? Because they be like, oh no, nah, you know. It's popping, or you know, it's good, it's lit, blah blah. But you know, you know what happens when it gets too late. So you gotta get the fuck on. I have, I have, I have a. This is like I know this is gonna be a hard one for you to fathom, but I've been thinking about this, and this because because of all this violence that I've seen, right? Mm -hmm. Is it remotely possible that we could just do a black man, black king mandate? No more killing each other. That would no, be tight. That would be like we just put it in the street, and yeah. I'm gonna put this in the atmosphere. Kings are no longer killing kings. We will figure out how to settle our differences. We are not killing kids and women. Like, cause when I was coming up, growing up in the hood, there was if, if cats were squapping, mm -hmm. mostly it was mostly hands. Yeah, cool yeah, fight for sure. Part two was there's no no women, no children. That wasn't even an option. That, yeah, that wasn't even an option. The kids and women are out of this. Me and you got a beef. It's this, that, and the other. Now it just seems like it's so fucking wild. And everybody's just doing anything. We need to get back to some type of code. I would love that there was a black king mandate that we would no longer choose violence over resolution. Yeah, I'm with that. Ain't that how That'd easy could that be? That'd be tight. Hell yeah, it'd be tight. I was talking to somebody the other day, and I was like, man, the way that we was raised is like, as soon as you get around the homies, they're like, bitch ass nigga, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> And that's what be leading to a lot of that shit because you're just like, man, you start to feel like that's how you really feel about me. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, right, right. Instead of saying, yo, you look good, you look nice. Like, you look young as hell. You right. know what I'm saying? You look great for your age. You're right. But, but I'm a nigga, 100, though. But a nigga won't walk up to you and say that because right. they'll feel like less of a man or something like right. that. Right. That's what we as men need to embrace as well, giving each other compliments and uplifting each other, especially Facts. your inner circle. That's not being a yes man or anything like that, but that's uplifting the people around and you. And it's good energy. I don't want to be around 100 niggas calling me a bitch-ass nigga or telling me the, uh, what's wrong with me. I want to up. I want to be around people who's uplifting me and, and making me feel good, and I could do the same thing to them. So it's like, are you my real brother or do you hate on me? Like, You know what I'm saying? And at the end of the day, I'm going to separate myself from that shit, right. and we need to be more encouraging to each other. That's how I feel. Wow. 
Hey, can we get a round of applause for that? <laughs> hey, 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 Hell boy. Yeah. Hey, Kanye, call Wiz. <laughs> Kanye, call Wiz. Wiz, Wiz, he got his mind right. Straight up. Real quick, real <laughs> quick. Uh, there's a lot going on in our culture, so I got to hit you with some of this stuff because like, yeah. I'm going to give you one perfect example. Coach Primetime. Yeah. I am on the team of what he did at Jackson State to me is a miracle. It's like a movie. He came in there. He he found the diamond. He he, he dusted it off and made it shine mm. and gave that school more pub than they would have ever had without him, right? right. Then out of nowhere, through his hard work, he gets the benefit of what he worked hard for, another opportunity. Right. Now, everybody hating on him. Like, mad at him. How the hell? Yeah, that's crazy. I'm in business with him. He's mm -hmm. part of my, my management company. Mm -hmm. Right. And this is, like, no bias because he's a really good friend of mine, and I know it's hard. Me too, but man. He's one individual. How the hell is all of these people going to get together and speak on what this one individual should have done? They don't know, like... They're not in that position. They don't know what it feels like. That's so right. you can't tell him what the right or the wrong thing is to do. You're supposed to like be happy for him. That's what I say. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I I literally like I've been cool with Dion since I did How to Be a Player back. Like, I remember when Dion was doing uh pumps in the bump. Pumps with, in the, with, with hammer, <laughs> yeah. With hammer. Yeah. Like, like I I was in Dion's club in Atlanta. Right. Like, I've been messing with Dion like I feel like my whole career, right? Mm -hmm. And he has been one of the most prolific people, yeah. prolific athletes, and inspirational yeah. people on the planet, yeah. right? Always positive, always giving God gratitude and yeah. thanks, right? He goes somewhere and he literally changes the culture for the people, mm -hmm. gives them hope shows them something that they never seen before. Right. And now he gets an opportunity to do that on a bigger platform. Right. How do you how do we hate on that? Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah. It's crazy. It's it's backwards. Yeah, it's, ba <laughs> <laughs> it's backwards as hell. This is these are the topics that are going on yeah. uh, in the culture right now that are in, insane. Like um like Kanye. Let's just just really quick with Kanye I believe, like, Kanye should be able to, to, to talk about certain things. I just think that sometimes he needs to think about what he's going to say and how he's going to say it. I think he does think about it. I've seen him, like, stop <laughs> and think before, before he speaks. You think? It's very calculated. You think it's calculated? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's like, <laughs> I, I, I just, I've been watching this thing, and I just, I'm like, okay, here we go. So my man, my man goes on Drink Champs, and he goes on, he goes in, he says a lot of things. Overnight, his life changes. Like, right. it just seems like people are hitting buttons, shutting this off, shutting that off, shutting right. this off, shutting this off, blah, 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 blah. When you are a brand, when you are a moving machine, it is it not in your best interest to protect your brand and not have it come to a demise over something that you could prevent? I think um, there's certain types of people, and mm -hmm. this goes back to where I say, like, I believe everybody should be able to express themselves Absolutely. creatively or mm -hmm. however you speak, regardless of who it pisses off. Like, you should mm -hmm. be able to say what the fuck you want to say. Um, especially if you know you know the consequences and what's going to come with it. So with him in particular... 
um, I feel like he doesn't mind leaving behind the people who he's like, you know, pissing off right now. Right, right. I, and, I can see that. I can yeah. see that. And there's certain people who is like, like you say, your brand, you want to protect your brand. Right. But if that's not your brand no more, then you don't have really anything to protect. And like, it just depends. There's people like, you know, like Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. He was somebody else before he is who he is now. Correct. And he had to get to that point. He had to say things that pissed some people off and excited other people. So it's like, it's, to me, it's a tactic. Like, you know what I'm yeah, saying? I, I, I want to see how this yeah. all plays out because it's I'm like, kind of curious about it could be is real. It calculated? Yeah, it could be real. It could be like how you really feel. But it's, to me, it just comes off as a tactic to kind of excite things and, you know, get things moving in whichever direction you that want. they're trying to be moving mm -hmm. at that time. Well, uh, <laughs> these are not issues that Wiz Khalifa has. These are just, <laughs> we are just expression cultural No, nah, but I be are... looking at all of that shit. I peep it. Yeah, you know me what I'm too. saying? I just, I just don't get as excited as everybody else because, like, I look into it deeper than how, you know, well, it doesn't affect me mm directly so i look at the people who are offended and i and i empathize with them you know okay, what i'm saying right. and i and i'm like okay i can see exactly why this would piss you off and then i look at the person who's doing it antagonizing i'm saying like this is exactly why you're doing it you know what i'm saying and that's where i settle okay i don't draw an opinion or you know what i mean go back and forth i just be like kind of realistic about both sides and and you keep it moving and i raise my nine-year-old <laughs> <laughs> Wiz, this is why you don't never hear no bullshit with Wiz. Wiz, he high and he going to carpool and he doing mm -hmm. cool shit and making great music. Yeah. If everybody could follow that recipe, we'd have all this great music out here. All these rappers would be alive yeah. and we could enjoy. Can we get around? But that's all. We <laughs> God damn. <laughs> You are the blueprint, man. They need to write this down. <laughs> Coming into the new year, which is not that far off. This is what you doing for New Year's Eve. You taking us into 2023, yeah. Dick Clark's New Year's Eve special. Now, that's a, that's a move. That is a move. That's a move. That's pretty cool. How many cats is going to be like, that's worldwide. Yeah, that's, that's pretty awesome. Bro, give me, let me give Thank you your you, flowers, man. man. Come you, man. on now. And, and I'm going to be stoned when I get up there. See, this is what I'm talking about. You won't even know what year it is. You're going to think it's 22. It's going to be 24. How did, how did that come up? That's super look. That's a super good look. Yeah, yeah. They just reached out, honestly. Mm -hmm. I, that's one of those things where it's like, I feel like my legacy is starting to catch up to me, mm -hmm. where it's like the, the work that I put in, it's like it's never going to go out of style or mm -hmm. never going to go anywhere. So if you call me up for something like that, I got hits or, or just moments that are going to excite people and bring Absolutely. them back to certain, certain points in their life. And it's good to be one of those artists. It's a, it's a blessing to be in that position. Damn. And yeah. you, 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 a, you, a, you a vet, Wiz. Young vet. You a young V. Young, young OG. Young, yeah. <laughs> 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 I, on my show, I always have a, a, a part with my guests where I call All Facts. Okay. And so All Facts is where I ask you a question, and you you have to tell the truth. You just got to give it to me the way I right. hear it. All right? Ready? All right. All right, here we go. All, All right. Facts. All Facts. Here we go. All right. When you... Was smoking with Snoop Doggy Dog, Snoop D O W. Who was higher, you or Snoop? Me. <laughs> <laughs> facts. Facts. There's no way you was gone. Yeah, facts. I was okay. Snoop. So, okay. All right. So back in the day, you used to put on the mixtape after mixtape. You have uh, you had Flight School, mm -hmm. Burn After Rolling, Cabin Fever, Kush, and OG, and much more. Which one is your favorite mixtape of all 
time. Favorite mixtape of all time. The classic. Definitely Cushion Orange Juice. And why? Uh, that was like, that's like my doggy style. That's like my, yeah. my Illmatic. That's right. like Ooh. my, you know what I mean? Right. Like, that's like my, that was my imprint on the game. That's when everybody figured out, okay. you know, who I was. This and, cat's and, real. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Cushion OJ for sure. Ah, I might want to do that Cushion OJ. Yeah. See if, right? That might work for me, wouldn't it? Yeah. As, yeah. as a beginner in yeah, the weed Kush game. with the OJ. Boom. And then listen to the mixtape, and then ah. you'll be really, really in there. Yeah. All right, if you were to, right now, right now, I could give you, of your generation, your classmates, mm -hmm. you get to pick top five classmates in your era. Who would your top five classmates be in the rap game? My top five classmates, mm -hmm. uh, uh, Kendrick. Bam. Cole. Bam. Uh, I'm in there, right? Yes, you okay, in there. Yeah, all right, me. Uh, <laughs> Who, who else was in my class? Oh, Nip, for sure. Oh, God. Yeah, you got to have Nip. Uh, and, hmm, Lil B was in there. I would like to see Lil B more active right now, though. Because Kendrick is, Kendrick, I put Kendrick at the top of our class. Yeah. He's like, he, he's the dude. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? He's We all see him come up. Oh, uh, Mac. Mac Miller. Mac Miller. There you go. Whoa. Boom. That's a good choice. Yeah, yep. I, yeah, Mac, and then yeah. and then Rocky's in there too. Right, right there. It's, yeah, yeah. He, he's six man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Hey, I, another question. What? Uh, this is this is one I thought of, and I I ran it by my uh, my team, and they's like they think this is a great question. What in ten years? Ten years. What would you want ten years from now, your son to learn or know about you? Ten years from now, looking back you would want him to see from you? Um, just how how hard I worked for him. Okay. I think he knows that. Okay. But at a, as a nine-year-old, he'll he be 19. Really, he'll yeah, be 19. he'll be 19. So he don't really get it. And I remember, like, seeing my dad bust his ass when I was a kid. Okay. Like, he would come home with, like, dirt on his hands because he was, like, doing construction. He was building uh, a studio when he was... He uh, he opened his own store and he did so much, but to me it just looked cool as hell. So I'm like, damn, that's my dad. He's smooth. He cool. But then the older I got, I realized how much he was really, really working. Like you know, hell yeah. day in, day out. Like I realized how much he was working, and I, I think ten years from now, my son gonna gonna realize like, yo, my dad went hard or goes hard. Woo! Yeah. yeah yep. <laughs> yep. Now I know you are a Steelers fan. <clears throat> Do y'all have a chance this year at all? Do we? Man, have, can we make? Can we? Can we make the play? Can y'all just wild card it? Can we? You can get hot, maybe. I don't know. What, I what? haven't even been getting my hopes up. You ain't. I love. I love the Steelers, but we y'all need a little help. Yeah, it's okay. not. It's, it hasn't been looking good. Okay, well don't don't worry about uh, Baker Mayfield. Don't nobody want him. Okay, but don't worry about I'm that. I'm always <laughs> I'm always ride with that black and yellow. So oh, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> what you what you gonna say? <laughs> For what? You serious? The Rams, you know what? Uh, where to go, L.A.? Yeah, right? Yeah, we'll, yeah, be, well, at, we'll mean, be at the L.A. games, Okay, too. you get rid of OBJ and get Baker Mayfield. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much, L.A. Rams. Wiz, man, I, it is a pleasure, man, to really just sit down and, and feel your vibe and see how positive you are, man. You. I wish you nothing but success. If you ever need me for anything, bro, give you my math. I just think, man... I wish more and more people just get to feel what positivity you bring into the game. Thank you, man. And we need that. Yeah. 
And give a shout out to Uncle Snoop for Uncle just Snoop, embrace man. you. Shout out to Uncle, Uncle Snoop. Snoop. You created the best young OG in the game. <laughs> this is Top Billing, baby. We do it big each and every week. Make sure you check us out on Apple Podcasts. Check us out on Spotify and YouTube every Thursday. This your boy Bill Bellamy, Top Billing. Don't nobody do it better like we do. Uh-huh. Peace. That's it for this episode of Top Billing with Bill Bellamy, executive producers for Breakbeat, Dave Mays, Brett Jeffries, Bill Bellamy, and Barry Katz. Production Tastemakers Media, recorded at Dash Studios in Los Angeles, California. Follow us at IG, Breakbeat Media, and at Bill Bellamy. Comment, like, and subscribe on Breakbeat Media YouTube channel. Subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever your podcasts are available. And visit us at www.breakbeatmedia.com.